Hey, I'm Frank Cox. I'm the Barbecue Pit Engineer, and this is the Smoker Builder Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about some ergonomic-related things for smokers. Uh, this was a request that a friend of mine on Smoker Builder U asked me to do. Rolo is his name on there. And uh, anyway, we're just going to do a few episodes about the different things uh, that you need to keep in mind that don't really have anything to do with the math with air. Uh, like, like counterweights and stuff like that. So stay tuned. Anyway, uh, welcome back. I'm Frank Cox. Like I said, I'm from smokerbuilder.com and this is the Smoker Builder Podcast. The Smoker Builder Podcast is for geeks like me that basically don't ever stop thinking about building smokers. We're always in there geeking out about some new thing. Some It may be artistic. It may be uh, design related. It might just be trying to be different than everybody else. If you're anything like that, then this is for you. So in this episode, we're going to start talking about some ergonomic related things. And uh, what I kind of have on my mind today is like hinges, for instance. Let's talk about hinges and handles. Those kind of things right there, it may be simple enough just to go out and buy those parts. For instance, you can go to smokerbuilder or smokerplans.net and we've got a few different kinds of hinges on there and some different handles. I've got some more stuff coming out as of this podcast. But the thing is, is that, you know, sometimes you want to be creative and do your own thing. So I did an episode, I don't know, it's been a while back where we talked about hinges, but more functionality of hinges like where the pivot point should be in comparison to the, the plane that's uh, the, the perpendicular plane to that hinge movement, you know, went real geometric on that. But uh, some of the other things to keep in mind are just like the looks of it and the dangers of a hinge. So that's kind of what I'm gonna cover on this. Um, one thing that you might wanna do, by the way, I'm driving hands-free and uh, that was the popo that just drove by. So I have to pay attention to the road also. But anyway, so uh, we've designed some hinges over the years that after I built them and put them on cookers and looked at them and I was like, man, that just looks like a piece of scissors, like a pair of scissors. And uh, no, Lord knows the last thing we want to do is uh, cause somebody to, or give somebody the opportunity to hurt themselves. And typically it won't be the guy that installed the hinge it'll be probably somebody else, uh, like a bystander, somebody playing, sticking their finger in there and saying, man, that looks like a pair of scissors. And then somebody opening the door, not looking at what he's doing, that kind of situation. We don't really want to cause that. Sorry, I took a wrong turn. Anyway, um, so that's, that's pretty important, making sure that whatever your uh, hinge design is that we're not leaving it open for somebody to get seriously hurt. Another thing I always seen, um, there's a company out there that makes a hinge that has like this stop, door stop built into it. And when you look at it, it's almost like a spike coming off of there. And while that may not seem really dangerous or anything like that, I'm always looking at that like, that's a sharp object sticking up off of that door, you know? So that might be something else you keep in in mind while you're doing this. Um, one more thing that we might talk about in regards to the dangers of some hinges is uh, like I've seen some guys make them to where like the the door 
when it comes back, it doesn't lean back far enough. Typically this is, and this can have a little bit to do with counterweights too, is that whenever you're leaning that door back, you know, the, the pitfall there, if it doesn't go back far enough, like there's not enough weight holding the door open, you might consider putting a, uh, like a door stop on there or something, because what'll happen is that wind could blow the door shut, literally. I've seen that happen. Um, matter of fact, it wasn't very long ago, wind blew my door shut. Thank God nobody was in there um, on bingo. And, uh, you know, another thing could be that somebody jumped up on the trailer. Let's say this thing's mounted to a trailer and they start walking across the trailer or something for some reason. And you just happen to be on a little bit of a slope, you know, the trailer's not level. And uh, that, that is another issue that can be caused by hinges installed improperly or improper hinge design. So there's a few things about that. Um, let's talk about handles because that's the other thing I wanted to hit on. When, when it comes to door handles on smokers, something that I always try to keep in mind is not everybody's as tall as me. I got pretty lanky arms and I'm pretty tall. So it's it, doors I typically am comfortable lifting above my head, you know, raising above my head to grab a handle to lift that door shut. And uh, true story one time, so a lot of these guys like to cook really, really hot and fast. And one time I designed a cooker, put the handles on it, and the door was, were the doors were so easy to open. I mean, they were just gravy. You know, one hand operation was very simple. And the door, so I thought I nailed it. I opened the door up. Yeah, man, it's easy. Shut the door, no problem. Well, a shorter guy grabbed that door. And when he grabbed the handle, which was a drop handle, coincidentally, he grabbed the handle and his wrist touched the door panel like that. And uh, when his wrist touched the door handle, he's been cooking like 300 plus degrees and uh, burnt the crap out of his wrist. You know, that's not a good idea either, especially if you're selling a pit to somebody. You want to you wanna make sure that, you know, this is going to work for many people, you know. So what Aaron and I have been doing lately on the build we just finished up, the, the first 9600 build, we actually put a handle inside the door. That way, short people can grab that handle inside the door with a glove on. I mean, they're, they're automatically going to assume it's hot. But we put a, uh, a spring handle in there which, you know, if you power wash your pit, it's not gonna be hard to clean that. Um, your cooking grates are just as difficult to clean if you use expanded metal. That's kind of the way we thought about it. So, but you can grab that handle. The spring should, in theory, cool off quickly to where it's not a problem to grab that door and kind of pull it to you. And then you can grab the big handle and let it down. Um, some guys even put uh, the, the little struts inside the doors because their doors warp or whatever and they pull them doors in and then they put a piece of rod or round bar or some kind of a gusset in there to keep that door in shape and uh so if you if you do that that's another great way to prevent somebody from burning themselves um that's about the only thing i can think of on a handle that would be a little bit dangerous to to watch out for as far as comfort of opening a door you know we're talking about hinges and handles here um which you know ergonomics that's what we were specifically asked to talk about is just like you know thinking about the the customer or 
you know, somebody else besides us that's going to try to run this pit, maybe your wife, something like that. And if she has an interest in, in running a pit, you're definitely going to have to take some of this into consideration. So ergonomics is just making it easy to use, uh, not a lot of wear and tear on your body, you know, slinging a smoker door open, you know, 15 times in a, in a cook is, is basically a workout, especially if you're like me and you've been welding and refrigeration working your whole life and you got shoulder troubles from lifting crap all the time. So, you know, that it can really take a toll on you. So, you know, as far as the ergonomic side of handles and things like that, I like to give them enough drop on the handle that it's easy to access and you get a little bit more leverage on the door. Because if you remember anything about mechanical levers and stuff like that, the fulcrum point, from the fulcrum point out to where the lever is, actually gives you, you know, the leverage to be able to lift that thing. That Keeping that statement in mind, if your hinge is mounted at top dead center on your door, because for instance, let's say that you want you want to be able to reach all the way in on the top rack or something like that. That's going to that's going to make your door a lot heavier than if you were say 6 inches down from top dead center. Recently I was helping a guy over the phone um, determine where to put that top door cut. Um, on, on our plans we show that door cut typically around 2 to 4 inches down on the cook chamber door side from top dead center. And this is one of those things, this is why we do that, right? It, it significantly decreases the amount of mass that you're lifting when you lift that door. So one thing that you can do here is bring that hinge point down, but he kept saying, I'm gonna lose too much height. I'm gonna lose too much height. Okay, well, if you look at it, if you swing an arc from 12 o'clock on a, on a 30 inch circle, and then you run a, you run a, you, you, let's just run a segment, a line across that circle from top dead center out six inches down the radius, right? If you do that, you're only really losing an inch. And honestly, that inch is unusable anyway, because it's at the top. It's the top little radius right there. So it may sound like you're losing a lot of height vertically, straight up and down on the Z axis. It might feel like you're losing a lot of height there, but really you're not. The the height that you're that you're losing is minimal because most of that length is going horizontal, starting the curve, the radius. So anyway, that's something else to keep in mind. So a lot of our doors, we bring it down in front now. Even on the Legends, we're bringing that down on the front face, and I'm telling you, it completely changed the weight of that door trying to get that open. And I usually go at exactly three o'clock. If you go down past three o'clock trying to gain another couple inches of height on a pipe or tank smoker, you're actually just at, you're reversing that little bit of leverage there that you just gained because now we're swinging down around the, the radius, which is the wrong direction for that lever. It's actually just gonna add more weight at the bottom of the door for you to lift that up. Doesn't sound like a lot of weight probably, but it's true, try it out. So if you continue that plane going the same direction if you can with, with a drop handle, you'll be surprised at what kind of an impact that has on ease of use for, for a door like that. Typically, I try to drop, like we're talking about the, 
the uh, drop handles, I'm trying to drop about two to three inches below the door cut if I can. Sometimes you've got like a door shelf or something in the way or a fender or something like that, that you can't, sorry, that you can't, um, whenever you're trying to, to grab that handle, you can't get your fingers around it easily, you know? So you may have to raise your handle up a little bit so the drop winds up being more cosmetic than anything. But if you if you think about it from, like we're calling this the ergonomic uh, aspect, then like grabbing that handle, making sure somebody can get their knuckles all the way around it if they got big fat fingers, you know, and then they can two hand lift that door. If you make a wide enough handle, that's something else to get two handles, two hands on, especially on a cooker that's got thicker metal on it for uh, the cook chamber. Whenever you grab that handle with two hands, then if you can train them to kind of rock their shoulder back, if you if you ever watch somebody lift uh, dump like uh, deadlift, usually what they're doing is they're they're getting it in motion and then they roll their wrists up and push right once they get to a, that that breakover point, and we're doing that same thing with the door. If you're if you're saving your shoulder. You get two hands on the door and you rock your shoulder back as you're pulling the door back. And then usually I'm doing that with pretty straight arm. And then as I get back, I roll my wrists and then push the door up. That's That works really, really good on, on big doors like thousand gallon cook chamber doors. Um, so anyway, that's a little bit off the top of my head while I'm driving to work about ergonomics of handles and hinges and stuff like that. By the way, if you're looking for parts for your smoker build, don't forget, we've got a whole section dedicated to just all those different kinds of parts. We add more, typically monthly, we add at least one more new part um, of some kind. Right now, our focus as of uh, right now, Jan uh, June 2023, we're at the end of June to date the podcast. Um, right now, our focus is a lot of the hinges and handles. We've we've added several this month, and next month we got more stuff coming out. Um, we've got door props, like that's another thing we didn't even talk about. We'll cover that on the next podcast when I talk about counterweights and well, door props too. But um, those kind of things. So get on SmokerPlans.net if you don't find it on SmokerPlans.net. I did not make it probably. If you find it somewhere else, I probably designed it back in the day and made it for someone else. So, um, but anyway, smokerplans.net is where my stuff is listed. So if you go on over there, check out smokerbuilder.com in the next couple of months. We got a new website launching. I'm super excited about that. And uh, it's gonna be a lot easier for you to navigate through the Smoker Builder uh, online business. So where you can find help that you need and other things. So appreciate you. Oh yeah. One more thing. I'm sorry. I keep plugging all this stuff, but it's all important because it's to help you. Um, one more place we've got is a place called Smoker Builder U and that's where Rolo is. And that's where he asked me to do these podcasts. So about ergonomics on smoker design. So hop on over there, join the conversation. A lot of cool stuff happening. Uh, smoker Builder and the letter U.com. And uh, it's free to sign up. There will be some stuff coming in the future with courses and things like that. But it's free to join and hang out and join the conversation. So anyway, I hope that helped you. And uh, until next time, keep your smoke thin and blue. See you.